Hello, lovely friends, and welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. I did um, adjust the microphone sensitivity just a little bit because <clears throat> it felt like to me with the uh, compressor and everything else on, it was getting a little too close to the top of the EQ range. So I'm hoping I'm loud enough. If I'm not loud enough, uh, let me know and I will dial it up just a little bit. I feel like watching the uh, like watching the level there. It could use the slightest little bit of a tweak. So I'm going to uh, adjust this just a little bit. I feel like that's probably about good. That seems better to me. I'm going to do 88 as an 88 miles per hour. Per perfect. Oh, perfect. But we got Krista here. We got This Fool's Life. We got Black Hats Poppy and King Dinosaur all stopping in and saying hello and hanging out, which is great and lots of fun. I love it. Um, I think I'm going to, the chat is probably going to disappear here for just a moment. Ready, set. There we go. Because I forgot to switch my audio over. Just in case, just in case we decide that we'd like to watch some Mr. Wizard. Tonight. Oh, wait. I have another thing. I want to do this. I want to do this early. I want to do this early. Because there, there was a... There was a battle. There's a battle that happened. And uh, this is a very important... This is a very important battle, uh, as a matter of fact. And, and what you need to do is you have to count... You have to count the number of times because it's one of those things where like, well, who wins this, this confrontation? And it's a debate that's been raging for ages and ages. And I think that it's finally solved, that this is finally solved. Um, and this can put the issue to rest. So we're going to solve an age old, um, we're going to solve sort of an age old issue here on tonight's show. I mean, I'm not really solving it. I'm just showing you the evidence of solving it. If that makes any sense. Um, you might be wondering what in the ever loving shit is Cigar Girl talking about? Well, as soon as I get this settled. Banalizer awake from her delirium. Here's the battle. We're going to do it right now. The battle is. Is it diabetes or diabetes? Diabetes, 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 
Thank you, Wilford. Diabetes. 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 So, you got diabetes. So, you got diabetes. Now, I feel like the other doctor also saying diabetes lends a huge amount of weight to Wilford Brimley's attack. In, in the attack. Now, see if you can see if you can count. See if you can see if you can figure out who wins. You know, you might want to use your little booger hooks to do some counting and maybe your toes. All right. Meow the cat is here. Meow the cat. Uh, you're a late. Well, you're not really late. I mean, I only started eight minutes ago. So you're like right on time. But Meow the cat uh, is a man from Latvia who has no potatoes. Um, but he's lovely and he streams all the time and he's an adorable accent and he's adorable. And he's also a cat and he plays a lot of campaign games. So if you stop by, that's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to see. Um, check them out. Make sure you check them out. Now, once again, all right, you gotta, you gotta try and, you gotta try and keep up with this one. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Thank you, Wilford. Diabetes, 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 so you got diabetes. Now the tally. Diabetes 18, diabetes 21. Conclusion, if you have it, you got diabetes. So diabetes wins. So if you ever say it that way and somebody corrects you and says, well, actually, it's pronounced diabetes. Like, no, fuck you, motherfucker. I watched the battle. I watched the battle. It was a sound, solid, fair fucking victory. It's diabetes. And it wasn't just Wilford Brimley and his walrus mustache either. There was another doctor. Isn't that what you people always want? Yeah, present your claims. And that feeds right into the other topic, topic for the night, which is AI. And I'm sure a lot of people that are in the chat, uh, I know what their opinion of AI is going to be. And it's probably the same as mine. I fucking hate it. I think it's fucking dog shit. I wish it would go the fuck away. It's clearly not going to. Uh, with the amount of money and just hot pitch. It's the new darling whiz-bang-wowie whatever thing. However, if you haven't been listening slash paying attention slash following this, Google, also a company that I can't fucking stand. They're fucking dog shit. Fuck Alphabet. Fuck fucking Google. They released their new AI, Gemini, which is going to be lauded as the next big thing and it sucks it sucks it's fucking terrible 
It's exact, and it's exactly what I said and knew was going to happen with it, which is, it's not just, I don't know, there's nothing intelligent about it. A, they coded it with bias, right? Clear examples of the thing having shitty fucking political bias. And outside of that, it flat out fucking lies. There was somebody who wrote a book. And yes, I'm not going to name the book or the person or the political swing. But wrote a book. And it wasn't even... I mean, it was a fair, it was kind of fair around the center and explained things and had sources. So anyway, they ask this Google Gemini, um, like, what is its thoughts or review? Like, basically, what were the reviews and the disposition of this book? And so it goes off and basically says that, oh, it's got controversial opinions and people should be careful about what they read and what sources it's from, uh, because there were a lot of opinions uh, that it was not factual and basically had bias. And so the person then asked the AI engine, oh, can you cite some sources of, of people that said it had negative, that had negative bias? And so the AI engine responds with some quotes some quotes and some names of people at some publications of who said and reviewed this book as being bad, more or less. They were fake. They didn't exist. The, the quotes weren't real. The, the people were real in the publication. It flat out fucking lied. And when they said, you lied and you made this shit up, and if that's all you're going to do, do you have it? And basically what the thing said was, yeah, I did. So what? Go ahead and search Google. And you knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I, I have made no, uh, uh, I haven't hit it at all that I think mainstream, big stream, Media and tech is crap, is corrupt, is just infested with fucking egomaniacal psychos. And for the amount of shit that Google pulled with its search engine, that basically getting an even higher bias. And by in this case, the bias that I mean is from people. Well, I asked AI, that's super smart AI. It, it collects and reviews everything, so whatever it says, it must be true. Man, it's just another layer of basically being fucking led down the primrose path. Uh, fucking disgusting. Fucking disgusting. So I hope this AI shit bursts, and I hope shit like this that comes out and the people who try to use it for more or less their own political soapbox or whatever it is, I, I hope it. I hope it just causes massive public distrust. Uh, that people quit fucking using it. I cannot wait for the day that black hat people and hackers and shit really get a hold of it, and it turns into just the worst fucking nightmare. I can't wait till one of them goes off the rails. 
and does some co-pilot thing and just deletes some entire company's fucking database of articles and everything. I just can't wait. It, need, it needs to happen. It needs to happen because fuck it, fuck it all into the fucking toilet. Get fucked, as Doctor Danzig would say. I think I just spit. I think I just spit all over the microphone. Just a little bit. Maybe just a maybe just a tad. Yeah, just a little, just a little bit. Black Hat uh, says, are we not men? Island of lost souls. People should be careful about what they read, but people believe it. There's so many lies already on the internet, but there'll be articles written and shoved on the internet's throat to reinforce lies. I agree, but I think the, I think the pendulum is starting to swing a little bit because they can't hide it anymore. It's so blatant and so obvious at this point. Um, so, you know, King Dinosaur hates it. I knew you would hate it. I knew you and Black Cat's Poppy would hate it. I don't know if Krista hates it or this fool's life hates it, but I think it's fucking Daniel Hot Caca and fucking wish it would go away. Wish it would go away. I hope eventually, yeah, they... I mean, Google Google stock dropped, what, like $70 billion dollars. They took a massive, massive financial hit when all that shit came out. So I'm just hoping more and more shit like that happens. Yeah, good. Fuck them. Fucking shitty company. They, I would say probably about 2001, they were pretty good. And they've been just increasingly dog shit ever since. And I fucking hate them. Fuck them. And the thing is, I'm going to go into my second part of this rant. I have a project that I'm working on at work that's not a very happy, fun project. And I was uh, struggling with some things today. And at one point found uh, a section of some technical documents. God, the, the documentation for it was bad. It, it doesn't really give, at least in my opinion, just clear instructions of how you get into it from the beginning. Like, and then they're like, people would ask, oh, how do you do this thing? Refer to the documentation. I go to the documentation. It's a bunch of missing broken links that don't fucking work. And so I'm looking around. Again, I'm using traditional searches. I'm coming up with like the same handful of articles, which is crazy given that this was used, you know, downloaded like a million times or something, whatever like that. And so I figured, oh, well, let's go ahead and ask AI. And AI gave me the same fucking shit that I was just looking at, but presented in, in a happy... And I'm like, just, just, just shut up. At one point, I stopped it from responding, and I said, you're useless. You, you're useless to me. It doesn't even, for, for it being this large language model and all the rest of this stuff, it does, it, does, it does great until you push it. That's the thing. It's like the old school Dr. Zbaito or any of the rest of those things where you used to ask it some questions. Oh, look, it's responding like a real person. Well, it is until you start getting a little bit into the weeds and then it completely falls on its head and is dog shit. Uh, for example, I explicitly asked it at one point. I want an automated or automatic 
process that goes through these things and reorganizes them, whatever. And so what does it do? It gives me an example and starts off by saying, starts off by saying, oh, certainly I can give you those. And then proceeds to list four long-winded answers of ways that you can do it where it requires manual interaction, where you have to manually do shit one by one. And I said, I said automatic. What part of automatic don't you understand? And then it repeats it again. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. Here, here, here's an updated list. And the updated list was basically the first list in reverse order. I mean, at this point, Black Hat, it's, I mean, it's kind of going to be everywhere. Even if it's not installed in the browser now, all of the search engines have a thing where when you do a search, they want to include this little AI answer of what you're really looking for at the top to try to answer your question. Now, many and or most of them will provide you sources so you can look those up. But again, that's where this Google Gemini thing is kind of dog shit because people would ask it for sources for stuff and either wouldn't have them or they would say, hey, uh, can you give me some sources to back stuff up like that? And it would say, uh, I'm sorry, can't really provide that. Try Google search. More Google, 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 Google. Fucking makes me want to fucking throw up. Makes me want to throw up. So I... I I'm a Luddite in some ways, and in some ways I'm not, but I, I hate it. I hate the AI shit. Like, in the amount second and or third or fourth or whatever point about this. They want you to be green and protect the planet. And they want you to uh, make sure you turn everything off so you're not using our precious electricity. And make sure you're carbon neutral and green. And Do you know how much energy is being used to power these AI data centers? If you look that up and you look at the amount that that takes to run and power that stuff, you will go, fuck you. I'm switching back to incandescent bulbs and I'm driving my 76 Monte Carlo Suck a fat fucking cock. Because again, uh, for the big people in their ivory towers, they can do whatever they want. But all of us, we need to do better. We need to do better. I don't want to say I didn't mean to go off on a rant there because I did. Um... <laughs> Oh boy. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, has been my recent foray. Yeah. It's great when you want quick, little, easily, uh, I will say concrete answers for things. But as soon as you start getting into the weeds with any of it, I find it just falls flat on its fucking ear. And I hope companies just invest all this time and training, whatever in it, and then go, we're not really getting anything out of it than we had before. As a matter of fact, but you know, I could say if it, uh, 
if it seemed to me like it was going to make my life easier and not just add another thing that I have to fucking contend with and fucking deal with, um, to more or less make my life more difficult, then maybe I would have been, yeah, like, yeah, sure, cool. But uh, right now, I'm not really feeling it. Not really feeling it. Um, here, here's, here's, here's what I feel about it. See if you can hear this. That's, that's pretty much my thoughts on um, AI. And I hope you heard that because that was real and legit. And that wasn't Leslie Nielsen hiding. Actually, it had been Leslie Nielsen's ghost hiding around the corner with his little fart bag. Um, <laughs> Go check myself. No, it's dry. It's it totally dry. It's a it's a mesh chair, so it, it would have just it would have just fallen out the bottom like little spaghetti strands. It'd be like the the play doh mop top hair shop, except shit in my chair and not play doh. <laughs> but um, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. Uh, I had a little bit of a sore throat, feeling a little punky and just kind of, eh, um, kind of yesterday, um, really, really didn't do much and yeah, kind of dragging a little bit today too, but, um, hoping that today is the last of that, uh, when the show's over, I really need to just do my stretching and whatever else and go to bed, um. You know, somebody asked me, oh, like, you know, where'd you catch? I was like, well, you know, I don't know. Could have been at the cold plunge. Could have been at the gym. Could have been at work. Could have been, who knows? Who knows? But um, I feel like I sometimes forget that, yes, we are still not quite out of winter yet, even though here it has been nicer. And apparently even back in the Midwest, they had some 70 degree crazy weather that then, of course, turned around and went to hail and frost and snow and all that sort of horseshit. But um, we are still kind of winter. Good God, it's too hot here, Black Cat says. Black Cat, what's the temperature like there in Colorado? Do you drive a Silverado in Colorado? Um, but I ordered some, uh, decided that especially, you know, going into this office, several days when wearing these, uh, like a Dickies, uh, short sleeve work shirt, sometimes with a tank top under it, sometimes not. But like, man, it's going to start getting too warm. So trying to get some more t-shirt t-shirts uh, that I can wear to work. You know, I like this t-shirt here. It's just too thick and heavy of a fabric. I wish they made more of those lighter weight, breathable type shirts that didn't look like fucking undershirts. Like the idea of wearing a Hanes beefy tee makes me want to melt into a puddle and crawl away. Like I just cannot do those heavy fucking t-shirts like that. I mean, not unless it's going to be cold, cold. 70 degrees and Black Cat did have a Silverado. Uh, 41 over there by Krista and raining. It's not enough time for dormancy, not enough snow. Yeah, I feel like it was a mild winter in a lot of ways, right? Fool's Life says it's 21 and windy where she is at. That's uh, that's pretty cold. 
that that temperature plus wind it's not happiness it's not happiness now as we move uh, a little bit towards the halfway mark of the episode I will give you guys uh, a little bit of some choices if you wish we could do a Mr. Wizard we could play some retro games we could talk about some other silly topic if you want. I feel like I've said what I needed to say about AI and rant and rave and scream about that enough. So I think I made it pretty clear what my feelings were on that. And if uh, you were so inclined, check that out yourself. Google Gemini, pile of shit. Uh, you can search online for all that. Of course, the bitching and squawking and screaming that surrounds it. Um. By King Dinosaur, it's rainy, windy, and cold. He has all the crap. It's the perfect time to sit by a fire with a good drink, put on some old horror movies, and uh, put a blanket over your lap, and have a sleepy cat, and chill the fuck out. That's, uh, that's my assessment. That's my assessment. I also feel like right now, my facial hair slash beard is about perfect. It might be a little bit General Zod-ish from Superman 2, but I feel like right now I have the perfect ratio of dark hair to salt and pepper. If I could just snapshot it and just keep it like this all the time, that would be ideal. That'd be ideal. But of course, that's not going to happen. It is perfect. King Dinosaur is envious. I, I'm actually envious because it's not gonna it's not gonna stay this perfect ratio. It's it's tough. <laughs> King Dinosaur, I'm envious of your long, gorgeous hair and your sweet bracers and your musical ability and your writing ability and your f- fucking face there. So there's a, there's a cheers to you. And thank you, Black Cat. I appreciate it. Oh, well, I have that, but I have to plug that controller in. Kind of feel like I kind of feel like this crew and you guys aren't as big on the uh, retro games uh, as much, but it is fun, and I did uh, I did enhance it and fix uh, some of the issues I was having with things not loading. But uh, it's a fucking bug. It's either a bug or it was a, yeah, it's a bug in here. Damn it. But I know you guys also really like your Mr. Wizards. So um, should I put up a poll? Maybe I'll put up a poll. Let's put up a poll. While you podcast listeners hear the beep and get your little break, let's spin up a poll. Okay, before we start the Mr. Wizard episode, King, King Dinosaur had a... Um, let's see. Scarecrows, 88. I liked this movie, Scarecrows, by the way. I actually think that was pretty, it was a pretty cool flick. There's some pretty creepy, uh, some pretty creepy, well, Scarecrows, um, in it. But I need to see this now. Um, Don Herbert, radio newscast voice. Look at that. Look at that. (laughs) 
Don Herbert. It's best known as Mr. Wizard. Wow, look at that shit. Huh. Final and only film project of Don Herbert. Interesting. I like it. Well, here we go. We're going to move over to some Mr. Wizard. Now, if you recall the last time I played this and I reviewed the footage, you couldn't really hear me very well over the Mr. Wizard. And I was always worried that it was too quiet and that you all couldn't really hear it. So I'm going to adjust the audio. If it is too quiet and you need me to turn it up, please uh, sound off and or say something and I'll turn it up. Because it's more important uh, that you hear that than listen to my horse shit. So here we go. Some Mr. Wizard's World. And hopefully that's... Hopefully this is... Have you ever heard of Mr. Hero? Can you hear that? No. Good enough? I haven't. You've never heard of Hero? Yeah, I've heard of Superman. And then hopefully oh, you can Superman. still hear me well, talking. This over the hero top. was a different kind of. He wasn't a Superman or a Batman or something like that. Black he was a is Greek yes. philosopher who came up with an idea for an engine and wrote it down and drew it out. And years and years later, scientists found it. And there's a. Did that turtleneck right under the sweater look as dog shit? After it's hero, like a horse the man crap. Who invented it. Oh. And here's what I'm going to do: I'm going to light the blowtorch and put it under there like that. So what's going to happen? Well, I think the water will heat up, mm -hmm. and some of it will turn into steam, mm -hmm. and then it'll come out these things. Yeah, there are little holes And through there. the holes, and then it'll propel it'll the come out around. I can't even okay, do Now, it. you've heard of Sir Isaac Newton? I kind of just yeah. did it. Yeah, he was a it. philosopher that, and scientist that came along, you know, hundreds of years later, and he had a uh, theory called action and reaction. Well, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. You've heard about that. Yeah, yeah the V-neck and shirt collar. Does that apply here? It's big pimping. Yeah. If um, steam the is the action, the what is the reaction? Or the bowling alley. The spinning. The spinning, right. Or the, so the steam the coming out here club. is going to push that thing back like that. Yeah. He's All right, ready to slay at the bridge. I club. have my Look safety up. glasses. Are your glasses safety glasses? Yeah, they are. Because okay. you see, we're going to heat Fucking the water not. and change you it to the steam so there's a little about. pressure in there. So it's a good idea to have safety glasses. Maybe he says it's of hot dogs. Now, I heated it up before so the water should be warm. So it shouldn't take too long to boil. Yeah. Going backwards. Okay, we're turning. Good. Then we know if, if, good, if uh, good. steam starts coming out, we'll know for sure that it's due to that. There it is. Ah, there's some steam just beginning to come out. There we go. Oh. There we go. Hey, that's wicked. Neato. <clears throat> that's wicked neato. That's a Boston actress thing to say. A little say. too much water in there. Okay. What did you say? As a neato? Yeah, very. I like it. Now, it's weird. It's kind of hard to make this kind of a hero's engine because you have to have a glassware. Now the string is unwinding. You have to have glassware and little tubes and all that kind of stuff. Here's another version over here. I'm going to take a look at it. Well, this is my hobo Looks version. Looks like a condensed milk can with a knitting needle stabbed through it. Yeah, stabbed through Well, it's actually soldered there so that the whole thing is airtight except for little tiny holes at the top. You see them? Yeah. There are four of them around there. And uh, I've got it sort of pivoted between two uh, little sheets with little dimples in it. And listen. Do you see it? Yeah. What's inside? 
water? Sure. So it's just like that one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, this one's all made well, of metal. What's inside? Corn. So I position it so that the point of the knitting needle dead, just goes into mice. the little tiny dents. So now I can tip it. Now all we have dead, to do dead is heat it up. Same thing should happen, right? Here's a sort of a modern version of Hero's engine. Okay. There's some steam coming like, How much force are you really getting out of that, though? Seems okay, yeah, it's kind of neat, but yeah, dude, fill it with plain corn. There and then you, you get delicious uh, corn. Steam is cream. hot. Yeah. I do like the fire experiments, not gonna lie. Looks like a merry-go-round. Yeah. You so put some you, sharp little I don't think you're gonna be it. making one of these, but if someone ever asks you how to make a uh, hero's engines out of a milk can, you think you can tell them? Solder a needle through it, put some holes in the top and bend if them If somebody comes and asks you how to make it, who the fuck is going to do that? Other than here in the laboratory, any place in everyday life? Mm. Hey, we're going to the movies. Principal yeah, but you know engine. how to make a hero engine? Shut up, stupid. You probably have, but what? I can't, you can't remember. Well, now I'm back. I think I can give you a clue. Hey, just wait a minute. I think that's a hero's engine. Why? Well, because well, the, okay. the water sprinkler. comes out of the arms, pushes the, uh, the whole sprinkler top around. Very good. So you got my clue. Dude, yeah. cut your grass, uh, Can you though. think of any other example of a hero's engine? Uh, no. You said well, Christmas meet me tonight hold of the at the parking lot about in about dark, and I'll show you a I spectacular example of hero's engine, okay? Okay. Oh, shit! Hey, Karen. Here's a probably the most uh, spectacular example of a hero's engine. Yes. You any idea what this is? A firecracker? Well, it sort of looks like a firecracker, and it has gunpowder inside. But the important thing is here. Here's the fuse right yeah, here. Took some of my hunting shotgun like shells. And I'm going to light it there with this match on the end of a stick. What do you suppose will happen as the flame gets down here and it ignites this gunpowder-like stuff inside? Well, I think the force will come out there, and then it'll turn this way. Right, it'll make it go like that. And I have no idea what's going to happen, because I've never fired this kind of before. So I think it would be a good idea if you go back there by that fire extinguisher, and stand by while I get ready to light it. Oh, man, the cat got to it. Bad kitty. That's the first one. Here this comes is pretty the... legit. Oh. Pretty loud here. Here comes the third. Dude, I want I want to go set one of these off. This is extremely wicked. It's extremely it's wicked awesome. I want to put a couple of those on the back of my pickup truck. Drive down the road. I don't assume that you look at a potato and think of an artistic medium, do you? No, not really. Well, it can be. I'll slice it in half. Okay. And then you could use a knife to carve a design. Yeah, okay. But instead, here is a pencils with erasers removed. And you use it sort of as a carving tool like that, and you won't cut yourself. So here. Okay. Carve a little design of some kind. Oh, are we all going to go make potatoes? That's the idea, like uh, that. Art stamps. That's dog shit. Makes just kind of like a little straight line. Okay. Yeah, how much design are you going to do out of that? 
Now make one going the other way. This is a crap. Kind of make like an X. <laughs> Oops. Well, you could actually get another pencil and sort of squeeze it together and you could make a fine line, but that's probably good enough for you to get the idea. Okay. Yeah, conserve energy. Wear cards. Okay, there you go. Now, what you really need next is a stamp pad. Wearing or you can use poster paints too, okay. and you've made a stamp. Here, take it like that. Not push for it me. down hard into the into the ink and put it down over there. There you go. Like you made a, a reverse, cross. Yeah, wow. a reverse cross. I've made some ahead of time. Here, try that one. Okay. <laughs> it just says fuck you. <laughs> made an O. Oh. Here, try this one. I'll make kind of like a fancy little design. Yeah, fancy little design. So you see, you can let your artistic expression uh, d dictate whatever it is that you'd like to hit, push, whatever you'd like to uh, carve. I mean, like, I appreciate it. That was a triangle. The, the triangle, yes. Like, Here's the last one. Come on. And then what, you use those for one afternoon, and then you have a bunch of rotted, soggy That one's a star. That neat. So by um, maybe, putting maybe together maybe various cool combinations, like you can five. actually change colors right in midstream if you want. You could use, uh, get a piece of cardboard and put the kind of design on it, and then write a little note, and you can make your own Christmas cards. Yeah, or uh, with birthday a, card or yeah, something Yeah, or a birthday like card with a potato stamp. Fucking lame as fuck, dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my Christmas card I made with smells of potatoes. The lion has been called the king of the African jungle. He may be a king, but not of the jungle. Lions much prefer the grassy plains where their chief supply of food lives. Their brownish-yellow coat blends with the dry grass, which allows them to approach much closer to a potential meal. Black Cat says, I worked in a place like that made rubber the stamps. Family, forged they spend most technique. of their time so sleeping. People leave non like pet cats, they have 30 teeth signatures. adapted for hunting and eating flesh. They can They're silently stalk flesh. prey on padded feet oh. from which they can extend sharp claws. Their oh. eyes are adapted to see in dim light. What nice But unlike kid. other cats, lions are social animals. Living and hunting in a pride developed around a nucleus of three to twelve females of breeding age. Most often, there are several adult oh, males the and, of butt. course, cubs of various ages. The animals they hunt are not easy to catch because they can run much faster than lions. The females are the chief hunters and are most successful at night. Lions are the only members of the cat family that cooperate during a hunt by spreading out and each one stalking the prey. An antelope that detects one lion and runs from it may come within range of another and be caught. The pride shares the meal, but the last to eat are the cubs. After a successful hunt, lions go back to their primary activity, sleeping. Just like cats, laying all... Dennis, I assume you'll have a scissors, some string, and a washer at home. Yep. Uh, you can put together a puzzle like this. See, the string is looped there around one of the holes in the handle of the scissors, and at the other end is the washer that's too big to go through the hole. Of so, the, yeah, the trick is how do you get the string off the pair of scissors? Well, untie the knot. I don't know. Somehow the string would have to fit around the scissors well, to get off. Yeah, go ahead, fool around with it, see if you can get it. And then, then I'll show you the sort of the science involved. Okay. Oh. 
Hmm. Hmm. Well, you have succeeded in tying it even stronger onto the scissors. <laughs> no, wait, let me, where, where did you, what did you do? You went like that? Yeah. Like that? Okay. Let me show you the principle involved. Okay. Scientists, especially mathematicians who study various ways of, of looking at surfaces and closed figures, call this a closed loop. Oh. And it's, oh. it's a, a form of topology, really. What you have to do is really take that end point, that of the, of the rope right there, run it through that over to the washer. Watch. Oh, okay. You think you, think you got the idea? Yeah, okay, I think I'll so. Do, I'll take it off, and then I'll expect you to put it back on. Okay. See, you go through like that. Then you can pull it down and get the washer through. And then when you pull it the other way, Undone. It comes undone. Okay, now it's just as tricky to put it on. Go ahead, put it on. Okay, I'll try. Oh, it's through the first cradle, right. a little. And through the second. Okay, now come back and go through that one. That one. That's move. it. That's the idea. That move. And now pull and it so you get the there. washer. Okay, and now when you pull it up tight. I used to just make paper airplanes. Throw those around. You get it back again? There. Right, you got it back to work. So remember, that's a pretty simple sort of puzzle. Here's another one, based on somewhat the same idea, but done a little differently. Here's this, see this piece of thin cardboard with a slot cut in it and a hole, and two buttons at the end of the rope this time. And the buttons are too big to go through the hole. So we go okay, problem, get the rope and buttons off the card. Okay. Hmm. May I make a suggestion? Sure, okay. Rip the paper. Remember how you, you ran the thread through the one side of the scissors? You know, you know, the, yes. This time, don't yeah. run the, the rope through, but run that strip through that hole. Oh, okay, I think get I understand the, get the idea? now. Yeah. Okay. Then I have to fit the button through right. there. Now you have plenty of room to get the button through. Okay. Now pull it back. Okay, now you get... So you feel like these puzzles are at least good in... There you go. Yeah, like some okay. critical thinking. Now, as I say, this is a sort of uh, tricky stuff based on, on that idea of topology in which scientists study the various ways surfaces and various figures go together. Your last problem, put it back on. Okay. Same way I got it off. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's on. But it looks impossible, doesn't it? Sure does. Yeah, well, you can make that very easily and have fun trying to trick your friends. Trick your friends. All right, supermarket science. Let's learn how to make a flamethrower. Eugene, you've seen uh, those construction sets are, that are on the market where you can make bridges and cars and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Well, I have my own version, but you go to the supermarket to get it. First of all, you need some, some sticks. Tooth here picks. they are. Oh, right. Toothpicks. toothpicks. And then you need some I joints. Go, I should be a toothpick Gum guy. Drops. I feel like. And these have several advantages over the sets that are on the market because... Yeah, I like you Eugene, too. put the, the stick in any place you want and at any angle. He's like, dude, this is dumb. Go ahead. I'll start you. Make a mess. What are you going to make? Um, a pyramid. Okay. First he uses yellow, then green. Another stick, and now red. 
And if I may make a suggestion, the top, I think, should be black. Okay. All right. You see what I mean? How they can go in at any angle? You can sort of adjust them, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, you could use gumdrops and toothpicks and do all Very that. Very good. Like... Thank you. Now, you did that in just a, a few seconds. It's not going to be... AJ was over the other day, and I gave him some gumdrops and toothpicks to play with, and he made a moon lander. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what these are supposed to be. Antennas, I guess. In here, if you really let your imagination go, look what you can do. Jujubees is one of your favorite movie with candies. With only one, two, After three, four, six, six, eight legs. And then, of course, the big advantage of these is, may I take yours apart? Mm, okay. Because when you're finished with them... I'd go for some of those right now. I'd go for some candy. You can eat the joints. Thank you. Dr. Robert Mitchell took this photograph to show you what you can see if you simply look up at the yeah, sky eat the at night. Joint, man. The three stars in a row oh, help identify the constellation Orion which the ancients imagined as a hunter. The three stars are his belt. Two of the 15 brightest stars in the northern sky are in Orion. The red star above his belt marks his right shoulder and the white star below that's part of his sword. Fall has arrived and winter is coming when you can look up and see the belt of Orion in the night sky. It's very soothing. It's very calming. Listening to that. Well, Lala, we've been having fun with uh, what is the program called? It's called Color Paint. Color Paint. PC Junior. On yeah. the PC Junior, okay. Now, what have you got there? There's a, looks like a shuttle. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's a space shuttle. So, what are you going to do with that? Um, this is a pretty I'm good episode. I'm going to move it. Move I'm it? Blast it off. Okay, blast it off. How do you do that? Okay, well, first I'm going to take my little pointer thing here. Yeah. I'm going to go to the square. Yeah. See, look how simple and charming this is. This is. Computers should have stopped. At this okay, so you've now outlined the shuttle it's by itself. Okay. Yeah. So this is now quick. Do do? I press you the do... button so it stays. Okay. And I press this, and now it'll move up. Oh, I see. You're moving the thing up here, right to there. Yeah. Okay, but you got a big white thing there now. What are you going to do with that? Um, I'm going to go to fill. Fill? Yeah. All right. And it'll fill it in. And I have to change the color over here. Okay. And fill go it over in. over there and say fill. Ah, there it goes, automatically. Yeah. Okay. I better change out of field before yeah. something happens. See, King what, do you do, what did you do there? I changed out of field to paintbrush, but I'm going to go to spray paint. Spray paint. Yeah, okay. to make smoke and stuff underneath it. Okay, so you're going to have some... So what kind of smoke do you want? Right. There's lots of patterns here. Well, you go ahead. Choose. You're the artist. Okay. That one? All yeah. right. Now you're going to have what? Oh, I see. And it looks like you're using a spray gun. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it sort of looks like smoke, I think. Uh, yes, it does sort of look like smoke. Now, you're moving the mouse around to do all that, right? Yeah. Hmm, let's see. We can go to paint now. Paint? Yeah, paint. That looked like a paintbrush. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to fill this in a little bit. Oh, I see. So that you're now filling it in with that color. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we'll go to white. White, okay. And we'll make some clouds. Uh, that's with the paintbrush. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah, it's very neat. Now, Lila, tell me, <clears throat> in general, what are the things on the left? On the left, these are what you can do, like painting and filling it in and spray paint 
Yeah, see, this is all anybody needed. Can you do a pencil? Okay. You Humans do have a problem with finding On the right hand side, what are all those things? You get, like, those are the colors. And when you change the back to back, they're sort of yucky. They're ugly so, colors. Ugly? Yeah. Ugly. So we'll it does look good. It says Hades. Okay. <laughs> like that. They're nice colors now. Now, I see a bunch of uh, Don't click things up on the top. Hades. Uh, oh. All those things. What are those? Well, okay, with file, you can mm -hmm. get stuff. You can save stuff. You can cut things out. Yeah. And you can just quit if you okay. want. No, See? you don't want to quit. No. Okay. Kay. And edit? Edit, you can undo it. Like, if I press undo, do something, it. my cloud okay, will go, because, because that's the last, last thing, thing I did. I did. I see the and then I can invert it. Mm -hmm. See? Ah, you change it all. And you're doing all that moving with the, with the little mouse yeah. in your hand. Yeah, and I can and flip it horizontally and vertically, okay. and I can merge it, show page, and clear. Okay. I don't want to clear, though. Yeah, well, now then, clear, no. And then next is modes. Uh, oh, she clicked Hades. That's what we just did. Okay. She does have a um, funny you accent. Can make it's a kind of adorable, of it. mm. You can make the shuttle transparent That's so it'll be Canadian. blue. Right. Then I think there's a print there, so I gather if we had it hooked up to the color printer, you could print it out. In fact, yeah. isn't that what, what these are? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's printing. Oh, you wasted all my printer paper. Jason, but it's upside down. Okay, there, it says Jason right in the bottom. Here's one of my favorites. It's actually a Just pretty legit okay. turnaround. I made Good that time. one. Oh, you made the fish and the bubbles and the whole thing? Uh-huh. Okay. So I gather you're having fun doing this. Uh -huh. and, and it's certainly much easier than working with pen and paper and whatnot because yeah. you can erase. It doesn't take as long. And you can put it all in memory and bring it back and work on it later if you want. Yeah, of course. I like his hand Jason, stir that one up. Oh, look at this rugby guy. The other one and put him in this dish, please. This kid looks okay. like he, this kid looks like he's he gets into mischief. I bet you he gets chased at an old man Crenshaw's five and dime for stealing comic books one with hot and water bubble gum and the other cards. With cold water. Mm -hmm. And I want you to put your hands in each one. Yeah, look at the rugby guy. I remember doing this experiment before. Where? Out of one of your books, I think it was. Mr. Wizard's Supermarket. Yeah, that's Science. the one. That's yeah. the one. In which you're supposed to put, put get warm water mm -hmm. and He's cold water. his pants. Now, what happens when you put your fingers in there? I peed. Well, they seem to be desensitizing. In other words, the cold doesn't feel as cold anymore, nor the hot doesn't seem as hot. Right. That's because you have sense, sensory cells in your <laughs> hands and over the rest of your body that are temperature sensitive. And yeah, man, I read Mr. Wizard's Supermarket sort of Science, bro. So after a while, the hot doesn't feel as hot, and the cold doesn't feel shrewd. as cold. Yeah. You've done that in the bathroom, haven't you? Mm -hmm. it's it's nothing like a podium. Hot at the beginning, then you have to add water. To right, it. because, well, part of that is water. because it's cooling off, but also your sensory cells are getting sort of accustomed to the feel. Now, uh, switch hands. Ooh, does that ever feel weird? Why? Ooh. Well, it took me... Long time to feel the hot and the cold. Yeah, that's because the sensory cells that were now accustomed to the cold, when you put them in the hot, they didn't respond. <laughs> no, like it to took be. a while. It still sort of felt cold. Still, yeah. still sort of felt cold, but it took a while then for you to feel the heat. And then it took a while took for a you while to feel the cold feel the other. heat. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why scientists almost never test the temperature of something with their hands because your hands and the rest of the, uh, your body is not accurate, not accurate yeah. at all in measuring temperature. So that's why they have all kinds of very accurate thermometers. About the only time you've seen uh, squirting the baby bottled oh, milk the onto mother? the wrist, yeah. Yeah, because that's a fairly sensitive part, and she can tell whether it's uh, the right temperature. Now, 
You know what the rest of the thing was? Yeah, you uh, take you your pants. heart and your cold. Mix them you, together. And you put your hands and then you mix them together. Okay, and then... so put half of, fill half of cold and half hot. Get some good beakers. Okay, that should do it there. It's probably like real good so beakers hot. too. Black Hat shipped an okay, antique equal amounts. To Italy. They should be half the temperature. Illegally. Right? Or the, the extremes. Does that yeah. mercury in it? Okay. Now you know what to do. Yep. My hand in the cold. And the hot. And my hand in the hot. Let them stay there for a while and until you get pants. accustomed to it. Black Cat. Still feel hot? Still feel cold? Yeah, a little bit. This is some quality. Okay, now put them into the water that's halfway in between, and what happens? It's hot. This hand feels warm, and this hand feels hot. The cold hand now oh, feels my hot. Pants yeah. feel and the hot hand now feels cold, cold, in spite of the fact that the temperature my... of the water is the same for both hands. Oh, Mr. Wizard, I gotta go. So, it's, so, you, so you don't rely on your uh, sensory cells that respond to cold and hot because they're very unreliable. And you've done that every time you step into the bathroom or you put your hands in hot water. So oh. it's kind of a fun trick to do to fool your senses. Oh man, this isn't the Paul Zaza super rocking. Oh, that was a great timing. Put the firework right on there. That was a good episode. That was fucking real solid. It was a real solid one. Big fan. Real big fan. So we got to remember that for next time. Next time we get Pepper's... Pepper's Ghost. Ooh. Look, we got so many more of these that we could still enjoy. Look at this. We could do this for like the next 20 fucking years. Look at them all. Although some of those are little clips. So good it gave King Dinosaur diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Thank you, Wilford. Diabetes, 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 so you got diabetes. Hello, I'm Diarrhea Jones, and the inventor of D-Pants. D-Pants are protective pants you wear under your trousers to capture and contain your uncontrollable diarrhea. Just squirt away right into the plastic. The diarrhea almost never runs away through the tight elastic around the ankles. And hey, Kurgan's here! Sweet. As a matter of fact, I've been filling them up right in front Curtin of you. Kurgan can't stay? I uh, want to say hi. He's in the Marco the Polar Airport in Venice, in Italy. Y'all have fun. Ciao. Kurgan, good to see you, man. Thanks for stopping in. Safe travels. Travels. Safe travels. Hope uh, you're having a lot of fun over there. Hello, Jenny. It's awesome, man. Good to Ready see you. Ready for a new day. Damn it, I forgot to tell you. My D-pants are not made for solid loaves. 
it's too much for the plastic. It'll rip a hole right through the back. So please, keep it liquid. This is Diarrhea Jones reminding you to squirt on the go and poo in your pants with D-Pants. Now, why would you want uh, a pair of D-Pants? Well, maybe because you're about to eat a Cinco Napple. Hello, I'm Dr. Alan Thick. Studies have shown that short periods of sleep during the day can drastically reduce the incidence of some minor illnesses. And that's why I'm here to introduce you to a brand new fruit. It's called the Cinco Napple. This fruit makes you fall asleep and then wakes you up after only about 15 minutes. This is a truly amazing fruit. First, the apples are injected with a mild bowel irritant. Then the apples are dipped in a sleeping gel and set in the sun to dry. Simply take a few bites from the apple and it knocks you out. Oh, me so sleepy. The apple juice sits in your stomach and then starts to gently irritate the bowels. So you wake up. You may want to wear your D-pants. Yeah. After all, a nap a day and a good nap a day will keep me away. Mm, my bowels. Mm, mm. Great job. <laughs> Ridiculous, but I love it. That's going to do it for another nightcap. Today's episode seemed like that just flew by. Um, but thank you, everybody, that uh, stopped by and listened to both me rant and yell and scream. And also uh, hung out, watched a little bit of Mr. Wizard. You know, you learned a little bit. We we You got some um, new products you might want to check out. You might want to get yourself some D-pants. Maybe pick up a Cinco Napple. Um so, you know, it's uh, always good to see you all. Thank you so much to everybody that stopped by, including uh, NH Girl Fams, This Fool's Life, Black Cat's Poppy, King Dinosaur 69, and Meow the Cat, as well as a special appearance from the musical maestro himself, Kurgan 79, all the way over there in Italy. So, hope your travels are great. Uh, good night, everybody. Uh, King Dinosaur's crashing. Uh, have a wonderful night. Catch a great weekend. Catch y'all later. So that's going to do it. As we say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit, and make sure you get yourselves some rest. Mm-hmm.